Welcome to the What Day Is Today podcast, where we tell you what day is today. Oh man, we're getting we're getting we're getting even better at it every time. <laughs> it's so good. That guy <laughs> is Christian, and I'm B, and we're gonna tell you what day is today. And today is National Rice Pudding Day, National Veep Day, which is a really stupid way to say it, but that's that's for when we talk about it. And then National Book Lovers Day, which is the greatest day of all days. Honestly, I'm in a very exhausted state and somewhat uh, delirious and generally angry today. So unfortunately, my rant on how much I hate libraries won't be as good as it usually would be. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll always have next year. <laughs> so I'm right now I'm in... Uh, I'm in North Dakota on some work thing for this, like, you know, experiential marketing company that I happen to be working for. So I'm uh, uh, kind of irritated. (laughs) (laughs) And um, sending you off to Lesser Dakota. Yes. And also, I'm like in the business center today. So I feel like I have to be like more muted, which is frustrating. Uh, especially because my coworkers, for whatever reason, are like literally one foot away from me right now. So <laughs> it's like I, I got I got kicked out of the room because uh, uh, the person that I'm sharing a room with is leading a um, women's anger and like self actualization class. You know, hippie shit. <laughs> and, Sounds like the kind of thing you need right now. Some angry self-actualization. Oh my god, I want to self-actualize all over her face. Okay, that sounds wrong. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> but that with an angry intonation, not a hot one. <laughs> um, and so she she let me know she was like hey so like hey stay out of the room which I did not feel like it would have been appropriate for me to have been like hey I got to do this podcast thing so stay the hell out of our room like I felt like that would have been rude but apparently it would not have been or it is and uh, I'm just less rude somehow <laughs> um, but she was like yeah you can't come in the room during that time like I'm gonna be making noise and I was like. Okay, there might be a chance I have to come up and get my charger. And she said, no. Like, okay. And uh, I I laughed. I was like, yeah, I'd imagine because, uh, you know, if I come in there, it's an all-women's thing. So if I come in there and they see me on Zoom, they'll immediately start like, kiss, boo, boo, man, boo. <laughs> and I was laughing and making a joke. And this was like in front of her and the rest of my coworkers. And she said... No, it's because they're like some of them have been victims of abuse, and I, I like interrupted her and said, "Yeah, duh. I figured I was bringing levity into that situation that got like, like unnecessarily bummer." <laughs> like, I, I, God forbid you trigger somebody who's a victim of abuse by existing. Like, no, I know, right? Through just like being in the background of a video, they're like, ah, "Man, boo." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm happy not seeing fifty percent of the population of the world. Yeah, yeah. At that at that point, it's you're the problem. 
<laughs> so yeah, it's been it's just been a week of like stuff like that and just being told that it's like, oh, you can't speak like that. No, don't come off this way. No, don't this and that. And I'm just like, I hate being muzzled. Free speech podcast forever. <laughs> Too bad it's not a National Rum Day. Otherwise, I'd be rather drunk and uh, ranting, maybe. <laughs> well, we have a lot to look forward to next week, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm still going to be on the road then, but, uh, you know, I suppose I think uh, I will finally do some drinking again and get reasonably rum drunk. And then ride some roller coasters and tell some jokes. <laughs> roller coasters? Yeah, lots of little sneak peeks into next week. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Man, I need to pay closer attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk National Rice Pudding Day. Do you have any hot takes on rice pudding or cold rice pudding? Also, rice pudding should be cold there, I said it. Yeah, rice pudding is best cold. That's our hot take. <laughs> also, that it's a very underrated dessert. I, I, I honestly, I crave it on the regular. I'm always hitting up uh, the grocery store, like, randomly, like, right before they close at, like, 11.50. I'm like, I need rice pudding, just suddenly for no reason. Um, it's usually Cozy cozy Shack. Honestly, I like Cozy Shack better than homemade. Yeah, I agree. That big old tub of Cozy Shack rice pudding is so amazing. Yeah, I like to, like, I, I'm always torn between the snack pack because then I can control myself and not eat the whole tub, <laughs> the whole bucket of rice pudding in one sitting. Uh, and then, like, if you put the tub back, I don't know if it's, like, enzymes from, like, you eating it with a spoon and, like, putting it back in, but, like, it, like, breaks down and gets all watery and gross. Yeah, I've noticed that. You kind of have to scoop it into another bowl, which... Portion control and rice pudding don't go well together. Yeah, I ain't got time for that shit. Or the willpower. Yeah, exactly. Also, raisins shouldn't be in rice pudding. Fuck raisins. Really? I think they're pretty darn good. In rice pudding? I feel like raisins make a lot of desserts wonderful. In the memes about how, like, it's like good food. White people like throwing raisins in a kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like bread pudding is so good with raisins. No. Rice pudding. A uh, different I, kind pick of around, pudding. I pick around. I pick around the raisins. Get the get the raisins out of here. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Man. The only thing that raisins are good in is oatmeal raisin cookies, and that's the best cookie, mm-hmm. other than maybe the Snickerdoodle or the S'mores cookie. Also, raisins and oatmeal in general, not even in cookie form. Pretty great. You know, okay, I agree. Yeah, raisins and oatmeal is delicious. Well, oh my god, I need raisins and spice oatmeal. <laughs> I've, yeah. Oh my god, I haven't had raisins and spice oatmeal. I don't even know if they sell it, like, in the... Okay, we're, we're researching suddenly. Raisins and <laughs> spice oatmeal. what the hotel Laker. business center is for. <laughs> oh my god, they do still have it. Yeah, I can stock up with a case of 12 for $60 on Stock Up Express. What they don't sell anymore that infuriates me is the blueberry or even just the like fruit and cream variety pack. That's not true. They still sell it. I, I had some like I've a only, month ago. 
I've only been able to find the like off brand version. Oh, dude, that's gross. Uh, yeah, fruit that's why I'm infuriated. Oh well, dude, it's freaking California, man. Yeah, dude, they still sell it for two fifty nine at Target. The problem, however, they used to sell four packets of the peach in there, and then they'd have two of the little like funny little blueberry ones that we'd fight over. <laughs> yep, because that's the best. <laughs> You know, honestly, I think I like the banana one the best, but due to sibling rivalry, we had to fight over the the the, the blueberry <laughs> one just because I I wanted some too. <laughs> and there were only two packets, which means one serving. Which means one serving. We'd always do two packets at a time. Yeah, if you only eat one packet, what are you doing? Uh, eating half as much as you should. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're slam dunking the jokes tonight, man. Oh boy! <laughs> oh man, you know, you know, I wonder if Joe Rogan ever feels like you know he's like thirty minutes into a podcast, he's like, I am not bringing it today. <laughs> Where he's like, sure. man, I can't believe ten million people are going to listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Yeah, they, like he did. He did one with Mark Hoppus. No, Tom DeLong. I don't know the, the guy from Blake One Eighty Two. And the whole time yeah. he was like, aliens, man, and was just like a total uncomfortable weirdo. And it's the first time I've ever seen Joe Rogan like end one early. He's like, all right, that's, this has been great. Bye. And it was like after like an hour. And it, it was mind numbing to listen to the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. yeah he I, was mean, like, I have proof of aliens. Like, okay, yeah, well, great. What's that proof? Oh, we're, we're, we're going to get started in about five minutes. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I mean, there was that one song by Blink-182 about aliens, and that just makes me think that that guy must have just been pushing so hard for so many years to write an alien song, and the rest of the band's like, fine, jeez, we'll do one. We'll give you one. (laughs) Uh, That song is awesome. Uh, But, yeah, it was... I had chalked it up to the fact that, like, aliens were big in the 90s, and so were um, hogs. (laughs) <laughs> but no, uh, so we're <laughs> yeah. um, uh, like dinosaurs. I think we're an eighty, uh, we're a nineties thing because of Jurassic Park. Yeah, like suddenly dinosaurs were like wildly marketable. And I feel like there's one more thing along that line: crunchies, Jinko jeans. <laughs> no, it was it's something like dinosaurs. Like like pirate pirates were big after Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, vampires were big after Twilight or whatever. Uh, oh, sexy oh, yeah. vampires, I mean. Like, it was one of those things where it was, like, a cultural touchstone where, like, every kid was really into thing. Yeah, Pokemon? Not what I was thinking, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Pokemon is the best-selling uh, intellectual property, like, the most profitable intellectual property, period, end of story? Like, I'm not talking compared to other video games. Yeah, I mean, that's compared crazy, but to also not everything. Yeah, that's that's insane, but also not that surprising. I think it's worth like ten times more than Star Wars. Oh my gosh, that is like, kind of surprising. Yeah, that type of thing. Where like they sold a bajillion video games, but also like there's just Pokemon on everything. There were like Pokemon cereals and card games and uh, uh, plushies and T-shirts and the Pokemon Go. During the best summer of all time, the summer of 2016, yeah. which I'm feeling old now because 
I'm referring to <laughs> summers by their year. Oh, that was a good summer. 2016. That was a good summer, though. Everybody it running around awesome. either being awesome and being on Team Red or eating glue and being on Team Yellow. You know, it really did kind of turn around when uh, eating glue. <laughs> <laughs> Team Yellow was for the douchiest people. <laughs> I, Blue was for people who think they're smart. Red was for bros, and yellow was for people yep. who eat glue. Yes, I I remember we were we were running around uh, downtown Sacramento, and uh, there was a guy that worked at Cupro's, which was one of the bars out there. And uh, the guy was just—he was a total Melvin. I think his name was Quinn. Which immediately means that you're like a pompous, arrogant little sissy boy. And Quinn, of course, he's just like, oh, you're Team Red? Hmm. I, like, I'm not even going to tell you what I am because I don't want you to like do such and such because I'm running a secret group where we're going to take over all the things because we're the smartest. And it was just like, oh my god, dude, you're Team Yellow, aren't you? He's like, I'm not saying yes. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like, that's such a Team Yellow thing, you douche. <laughs> I'm not saying yes, as he takes his glue-covered hand out of his mouth. <laughs> and the way I was talking to him, clearly I was being broy, so I, you know, I, I very much identified with the Team Red spirit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh man. <laughs> oh, good way to celebrate Rice Pudding Day. <laughs> Hey man, best dessert with best best summer activity. Yep. <laughs> I think, yeah. and also that's before the politics got really bad. That's back when like Trump was still like everyone was like, "Ha ha, this is a funny joke." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before any of us decided to like or hate him. <laughs> yeah, six months just... into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like Pokemon. The moment the Pokemon went to the polls, things really, things really, uh. Escalated from there. <laughs> did you see? Oh, did, did you ever see that clip? I don't think so. Oh my god, dude! It's 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 my it was my favorite um like political lame blunder soundbite of all time. Oh, Before man. that, it was my first one was. Oh, the uh, was the best. I can't believe that entire career got ruined. The from funny that thing one is, moment. like. Him doing that was goofy, and I wouldn't take him seriously, but, like, nowadays in meme culture, if he leaned into it and didn't make a rap out of it, he would have yeah, been true. better on the other end of it. Yeah, he, he would have gotten a lot more publicity for that, like, in yeah, a good way. I, like, I don't know if he should have made, like, lawn signs that said, like, so-and-so for president. <laughs> but, um, at least Instagram, like, Grass, well, uh, uh, astroturfing memes where it's like you you do fake grassroots movements. Yeah. Um, but uh, after that one, my next favorite was binders full of women. Oh, that one's so good. <laughs> I remember listening to that, and I was like, no, not because there was anything actually wrong with what it, what Romney said. With that, he's like, wait, my opponents are accusing me of being sexist, and that we don't have women that we work that work with us, like. But we have plenty of talented women that work for us. Like, in fact, we have, we have so many female applicants. Like, we have binders full of women prepared to blah, 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 blah. And then everyone turned their brain off and was like, he's done. 
<laughs> you said binders full of women. What are you gonna bind women? And then the best meme of all time, which is an album cover that says "Our Money Binders Full of Women." Oh, who's Our Money? Around hey, me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, my my ne- my next favorite that replaced it was Pokemon Go to the Polls. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, you do remember it. Yeah. Oh, people are talking a lot about Pokemon Go. Well, hopefully this this November we can make Pokemon Go to the polls. And the whole room was like, ooh. Come on, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> what like, a team yellow thing to say. <laughs> she she really ate the paste on that one. Yeah, she 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 had a slam dunk. It was all good to go, and she just you know she just really. Oh my god! I can't. Uh, god, I'm so off today. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> she just really joke. I uh, he just really I'm really joke nailed it. Uh, yeah, man. I got I got up at five o'clock in the morning whatever the hell Lesser Dakota time is, to set up at a farmer's market. And it's, 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 the goof, it's the goofiest thing I've ever experienced. It's like, uh, there's like 20 of us, and literally this job could be done by three, maybe four people. Right, for most jobs. <laughs> I, I, I suppose that's right too. Yeah, it's I like I've been having a crisis of self realizing how much of like quote adult jobs are done by incompetent people or lazy people. Like whatever it is, it feels it feels like a union job. Oh, dude. Yeah, I work in wastewater and water treatment, like drinking water treatment, and. There's these like 400 page long legal documents we have to read through as engineers. And it spells out like exactly what every single little instrument and like component use. It spells out in ridiculous detail what they're supposed to be. And there are these little like floating balls that when a tank fills up, the ball floats and that tells your system, hey, water's at a certain level in this tank. They specifically asked for, in their drinking water, a mercury switch. Is that like when there's too much mer- mercury, mer- mercury, uh, that it immediately, uh, Kyle Russell, you always said mer, and I don't know why. That just, that, that really came out of the memory bank. But is that just like <laughs> it, it, it automatically will flip off if the mer, mer-, mer- wow, mercury level is too high. <laughs> dude, dude, it's, oh my God, it's rubbing off on me. It's North Dakota. Don't don't know. Know. Yeah, no, really. They like they they really talk like that. Like this. this <laughs> oh no, I'm becoming one of them. No, so this it's just a level switch. So it just tells you how high the water level is. A mercury switch is a specific type of switch that has mercury in it to do the sensing, which you don't put in your drinking water. Because yeah. it's mercury. <laughs> yeah. So, like, totally exactly the thing you're saying. Even in, like, the really important, like, hey, everybody in the whole city is going to drink this water kind of jobs, there's still a miraculous 
amount of mistakes that somehow don't get through most of the time. Like, I feel like everything, it's kind of like we're on Earth and it's cascading through the universe on this, like, big rock spaceship. And it's unbelievable that we don't hit asteroids every single day. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, we're just kind of lucky that things kind of just work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I'm so thankful that I read that thing as close as I did today. <laughs> I couldn't do what you do, man. Like, I, 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 if someone put that thing in front of me, I'd be like, like, yeah, like you, you can't read. And I'd be like, not this. <laughs> I, I can't. You can't or you won't. Both. <laughs> yeah, you would hate what I do. <laughs> you would hate what I currently do. So, okay, hold on. Let me let me double check that I don't have a whole crew sitting at me, staring at me. Uh, <laughs> one, one, one second. I almost fell down. That would have been a thing. Oh, whoa. Are you there? Oh my god, I feel like I can speak again. And I almost <laughs> fell down. <laughs> okay, good. Alright, man. Yeah, it, this, thing has been, this thing has been nuts. Uh, I want to talk a whole lot about National Veep Day, but I want to talk about this more, so we're moving on to this. Um, okay, so I've been like every day has been things like okay, we need to carry boxes. Great. Okay, give me a bunch of boxes. I'll carry them. And then there will be like three guys helping me carry one box that literally one person can carry. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, get your own boxes. And they're like, no, we're helping. I'm like, no, you're making me go slower. Go get your own boxes. <laughs> yeah, you'd be shocked at, like, I'm doing training for new engineers now. Wow. Um, so it's it's amazing to look around and when people aren't given a task to do, they won't seek out a new task. Just kind of like look around and be like, somebody else is doing a thing. Maybe I can help them with that. And by, by helping slow them down considerably. <laughs> well, like, okay, it's the old adage. You can lead, follow, or get out of the way, right? Yeah. Uh, Getting out of the way sometimes is actually the proper thing to do. But the problem is, I think we're like trying to justify the fact that we have seven people doing a job that maybe one person should be doing. Um, so we're like showing up for stuff and like being like, okay, we're here, like show and face. And like, I'm finding that people are getting mad at me for like trying to work. <laughs> so, like, hey, man, you're making us look bad. <laughs> What you think better than me? <laughs> For real, man. It's. Uh, <laughs> let, let me give you an example of like the the first day. So we get to the hotel. Yeah, we're in the hotel, ready to go. And then in the morning we wake up, and then we go over to a self storage unit. There's a drop of supplies. Cool. We're gonna pick up supplies for this like road show we're doing. So we open up the uh, storage unit, and in the whole storage unit there are literally four small Amazon boxes. Okay, fine. Bust them open. And inside, there are six different kinds of hand sanitizer. Like, the foaming hand sanitizer. 
the put in your pocket little one that nerds had before COVID. Uh, the uh, the like big jug one with the like pump squirter. Like so, there's six different kinds, and there's four box cutters, and that's it. I hope the box cutters you opened last. Yes, we did. Oh, sorry. One more thing. Walkie-talkies, which are actually useful. But with that whole thing, let me break it down to you how that all works. Oh, oh, and then, like, and then it took seven of us an hour to divvy those up into each team's boxes, three teams. Hey, you know what? I could have done that by myself in 15 minutes at most. <laughs> so yep. it, it was... Like, we had to have this long discussion on how we were going to properly divvy up the hand sanitizer. It's just like, just take one of the kinds. Like, it's fucking alcohol, man. Like, it's just... <laughs> oh, goodness. And... I... To break it down, the... Someone had to call up a bunch of storage places and pay for a storage unit. And then someone had to be on site to pick up the stuff or have it delivered and then put it in the storage unit and then lock it back up and then then we show up and pick it up from the storage unit. That cost easily $1,000 in man hours. Actually, no, more because that's all we did that day. So that cost, not kidding, just on our end, $5,000 man hours. That's it. And then you tack, uh, you tack on top of that the travel costs you tack on top of that the hotel fees, and you tack on top of that the actual storage unit and the guy who had to go put it in the storage unit. That was easily a $7,000 job that I could have gone to Walmart for and been done in 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's... really similar to what went out into the field to a like, mod site visit where we were looking at a pump system and there's a big old control box and it took us all day to take some measurements and like make sure we knew what's supposed to go into control box. It would have taken me, honestly, maybe 45 minutes if I just was given a tape measure and could do it on my own, but instead I had to wait for other people. I can't believe how long it takes for people to do work sometimes. <laughs> Dude, it's, like, it breaks my heart. Like, are you, it's, you're much better at this than I am, at just being like, oh, that's the way it is. And then, like, you're going to be like, all right. <laughs> for me, I, I, I have, I'm such a dreamer. I'm like, it shouldn't be this way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it comes from running my own business. If my guys, like, it bothers me when I pay them and they don't do anything for it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I know this is driving me insane. I, I like, I know this is maybe greedy of me, but like when I'm training people, the fact that I'm paying them to like do a ride along, which is essentially an interview and they don't add any value. And then the fact that I have to split the pot with them and then pay them on like a hundred whatever dollars on top of it. I'm like, it it bothers me every time and call it greedy, but I think it's more of a like, you didn't provide any value. Why do you think you deserve to be paid? Yeah, I'm right there. Training is you shouldn't get paid for it. I mean, I'm thankful that I do, 
but uh, suppose it depends on like how frequent the training is like i guess training to get started and also like yeah, that's what I mean. how long the training period is right okay no 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 I, I, I take that back it's all about did you provide value if yeah. yes you get money if no why would i pay you for not like you cost me resources you made things worse <laughs> and harder <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I guess the argument for the other side there is it's an investment into what will eventually bring in bring value. In value. Yeah, absolutely. Which um, depends. Yeah, I, like, I guess what's killing me about this is, is it's not an investment into like me bringing more value. Like I'm not training necessarily. It's a just like, oh, I'm actively not supposed to be contributing anything. I'm supposed to be actively making everything. Yeah, yeah. In this case, with the supply drop thing, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and when we do our like little farm, okay, so we're going to farmers markets, right? And we're in town to help small businesses, is what I keep being told what we're doing, right? Well, they're all New Yorkers, so they're they're and coastal elites. So they're all New Yorkers, San Francisco, um, and. One girl that's actually really nice, she's from uh, Atlanta. So all the coastal elites are very concerned, and like most of them are actors in whatever the union is, or the, like one of the Actors Guild things. Um, oh, yeah. I guess a lot of actors do experiential marketing stuff, because essentially it's just memorizing lines. The person who got me into this, I'm so thankful that she did. It's very incredibly nice of her. But she's been telling me about this for years as if it's been this, like, very complicated, difficult gig. And maybe this is the exception to the rule, but it's like, oh, this is what you've been doing for 20 years? Like, and everyone's acting like, oh man, like maybe you'll learn how to do this one day. It's hard. I'm like, dude, this is the easiest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And like, when things are this easy, I'm bad at them. <laughs> I get real lazy. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, I, I fail. I failed most of my online classes because I'm like, this is a joke. I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally understand that. That's why I only went to school for two years. Yeah, it's weird to think about. Can you believe that we didn't? That's so lame of us. <laughs> yeah, we both suck and didn't get college degrees. That's not oh. true. I totally got a college degree according to my resume. <sighs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. got a degree, an associate's degree. <laughs> I don't so, know. did you finish up at Sac State? Well, so, so did you graduate from Sac State? Yeah, I finished up at Sac State. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I decided I was finished. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, man, thank, thank you, Kanye West, for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but yeah, okay, I, 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 go for it. I had a friend that would brag constantly about how he had like three or four college degrees. Uh, later, I found out all of them were associate's degrees, and I could not stop laughing at how, like, how much he would boast about that constantly, <laughs> especially because he was like in his late 20s. Yeah, so he had zero college degrees. And from like an upper-middle-class family. <laughs> Who was this? Shout him out. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this uh, bastard? Well, we called him Wine because he would constantly whine, and he gave my other friend the nickname Cheese. So wine and wine cheese and went cheese. well together. Yeah. Did, did I ever know wine? 
No, no, you hadn't met him. He was one of my uh, nerdy Warhammer 40k friends. Oh, this makes sense. Yes. 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 <laughs> now you understand. No, oh, I understand completely. War, Warhammer people are a different breed, man. Some of uh, skinny, skinny Dylan's buddies uh, got into it, and they, like, they're really talented at painting the things, but I was yeah. disappointed to find out they were dorks. <laughs> <laughs> you would be shocked at the kinds of people that you meet while playing that game. Like, I've met people that like work at dumps and CEOs of big companies and all kinds of different people. Yeah, I guess that is pretty cool. I, like, I remember just uh, meeting, like, the most stereotypical of all of them uh, when we went to yep. that shop in South Sac <laughs> yeah. one time. Like, like what, what was he saying? I remember him being like, you will never defeat my giant tank, Jeremy. Yeah. I am the biggest tank. Yeah, he, he was doing, you will never defeat me and my big tank. And at the time, there was these rules where certain weapons were called D-weapons. And... <laughs> I remember, I don't think you were so, like, disappointed in somebody trying to tell a joke ever when he said, he'll put his D in your F, and you're just like, what? In my face? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. He's like, I'm going to put my D in your F. He was essentially like, well, first of all, I just called out my buddies for being uh, dorks, but uh, I'm going to say... That guy was Weevil from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> he was. Yeah, like he was somewhere between a Mandark from Dexter's Lab and a Yu-Gi-Oh Weevil. I love that that's stuck in my head forever. And like sexy DD when uh, when Dexter like hires someone like to be his sister for the day and it's like hot DD and she's all breathy. Oh, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dexter is so good. Yeah, I, I suppose I maybe had a bit of a like. Maybe she was top three up up with Fembots and Poison Ivy from the best Batman movie, Batman and Robin. Ice to see you, Batman. Everybody <laughs> chill. Cool body. <laughs> yeah, why well, take Heath Ledger when you can have Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> as your Batman villain? And I, I love that, like, Mr. Freeze is supposed to be, like, one of the more serious villains, and he's like, oh, man, ice skates, Batman, and you're like, I, that wasn't even a joke. Yeah, ice skates, bye! <laughs> he has this super serious, dark backstory about his, like, wife dying, and he's like, my wife is a babesicle. <laughs> I have a tragic backstory, Batman. My wife is a babesicle. <laughs> so good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, man, you're you're really carrying the weight on this one. Well, let's. Uh, I'm so disappointed in myself because, like, 15 minutes ago, we had the perfect segue into the next holiday. <laughs> Yeah, we what, what, about... was, what was the perfect segue? Somehow went from rice to go oh, to president, oh, like presidential election stuff. Oh, see, that would have been great. Except I'm been not great. Talk... Well, see, I'd love to talk about Veep Day, but I got one more damn story. <laughs> we'll have to segue a third time. <laughs> hey, well, well, we'll see if we can pull this off. You, get, you guys be the judge of that. Okay, right. so um, we... 
Okay, so they're they're all like coastal elite New Yorkers, right? And they're all very concerned that they're going to come off as like arrogant New Yorkers. And since they're all actors, they're arrogant oh, no. New Yorkers and LA people. Uh, so are they going to do like them... a thing where you're talking with somebody who doesn't speak your language, so you just keep repeating the same thing loudly? Yes. <laughs> Pretend they. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, they they keep like saying they're so close to being like. Yeah, it's just, you know, these are really simple people. And you can say, like, simple people in the way of, like, salts of the earth. But they're, like, simple people, you know? <laughs> and uh, it's it's mind-numbing, the stuff that we're doing. And then to act arrogant about it is insane to me. Like, this this is a good gig. Like, I'm happy for it. But I would never, like, brag about it. You know what I mean? I'd be like, the money's great. Am I making a difference? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I feel like a leech. Yeah, with all your coworkers bragging about being failed actors. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, so... Uh, so they're, they're all concerned about, like, coming off as arrogant or whatever, and... Uh, it's so goofy when we show up to a farmer's market with, like, three ladies selling zucchinis. <laughs> was like, I was like, whoa, are you you're really disappointed about these three ladies selling their these, No, dude, I'm, I'm just super on edge because, like, I've been getting reprimanded for saying the wrong thing all week by uh, someone who is acting like my mother, which is very, very frustrating as a 28-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> Having someone like, don't say that, don't, hey, don't say this, and, like, it, it's... So they're concerned about coming off with, like, arrogant, you know, like, full of shit, right? And then what do they do when it comes to this, like, farmer's market where there's, like, three ladies selling zucchini and homemade jam out of their trunks? We show up in a tour bus, like, a big uh, RV that's, like, all pimped out and stuff, and, like, set up this, like, professional T-Mobile-looking type thing for the company we're, we're, like, doing the marketing gig for. And we look so out of place. We're all, like, wearing matching stuff, which was really a bad idea. And we're, like, giving out thing it, it, all of it is really not the right thing for this market right it's really like it'd be fine in a theme park it'd be fine in a big city we're in an ace hardware parking lot with like jams jam you know uh so uh watching them talk try to talk to a human being it, it hurts my heart because they're just like, they're like, yeah, absolutely. Well, this is the, the blah, blah, blah. dude, if you're selling hummus, which is apparently what like they normally do, if you're hawking hummus, they could kick my ass at it. They'd be so much better than I am. But they can't talk to a person. Like, they can be like, this hummus is humtastic. It's terrifery do. Because that's what the branding wants us to come off as. But this one, they want us to relate to people and make them comfortable. And people are getting mad at me for being literally the only one that's making people comfortable. And it's, it's like, I, I kind of did the thing where I'm like, I, I'm, did any of the people complain? No? Then shut up. <laughs> or if you got a problem with that, get rid of me. Because I'm not going to play this fake person game. Yeah, uh, marketing stuff fascinates me. And it was really fun at my last job getting to talk to the one marketing guy. Because we were in a very blue-collar industry doing elevator control systems. And 
he was so like down on himself and like frustrated that our like best swag like the stuff that we give out at conventions and like on sales calls and stuff like that um the stuff that did the best to give out was all of the like made in america and camo stuff it didn't matter what it was it was just if it was camo that was the stuff that they wanted i have a love-hate relationship with camo i on one hand have some issues because where we grew up there were some moments where everyone was wearing camo and i was the only one that wasn't and so clearly i was the the odd duck there and they were duck hunters (laughs) oh man pretty good right that's a pretty good one (laughs) he's back everybody (laughs) i suppose i had to get that venom out of me you know but uh so the first thing i did when i got here was i was like oh shoot i'm wearing a pink uh, linen shirt because I live in New Orleans and it's hot as hell and like I actually look good in pink like somehow and pink is one of those colors that everybody looks good in pink and like yeah, it's, green. It's, it's pastel yeah it's, it looks good but I've noticed that like the few times I've been out and about wearing this in places that aren't major cities or like New Orleans or whatever people will be like who does he think he is or oh that guy's gay and I don't like that <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I I had a guy drive by in his big old dually truck earlier and then like he flicked his wrist out the window which I thought was really subtle. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it, like he beeped and then flicked his wrist and then like then I turned and then he yelled faggot. <laughs> I, was, I was like what? <laughs> I'm wearing a pink shirt. But the the, the oh, because I go. knew that was coming. What? 6 for 6 Simpsons references. <laughs> pink Dude, shirt. I'm, I'm so that right now. Like, I'm so that Simpsons reference. I was thinking about that literally 30 minutes ago after that guy did that to me. I'm like, I'm not a pink donut eater. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not cool enough to be different. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wear a pink shirt. I have to wear white shirts. Everybody else wears white shirts. Um, God, we, man, Simpsons has a reference. I I think really there's just a reference for everything with the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, good, good catch. But okay, so the first thing I did was realize that was the case, and so I went to Walmart and bought a camo hat immediately, and then I got boots immediately, and Wranglers because I know how to how to like go to a warehouse and talk to warehouse people. You don't show up wearing the pink linen shirt, and these people can't stop having dyed red hair and dyed blue hair and like, like hey. It's terrific to meet you. It's really terrific to meet you. It's just like, oh my god, talk to them like a person. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, it's like they all have this fake laugh, like a certain vice president of ours. Ooh, nice. Okay. Dude, I'm I'm tired of fake laughing too. I feel bad. Before we segue with that wonderful segue, uh, the best joke ever has to be when anybody's talking about a camo thing and you're like a camo t-shirt and you'll be like, what t-shirt? Ha ha ha. I do love that. (laughs) It's never not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. That one, that one's my favorite. The, um, it's it's been especially good with how like hardcore people are about like masks versus not wearing masks. 
Uh, and if somebody's wearing a camo, a mask, camo it's, mask, it's hilarious to be like, why aren't you wearing a why mask? Wearing and a then mask? they get really defensive. And you're like, yeah, it's because camo, they're dude. already <laughs> apprehensive about wearing a mask because it's camo. <laughs> and uh, yeah. they're not known for loving masks. Yeah, and they feel like they have to defend themselves. But really, it's just a hilarious joke that's funny every time. I, I don't mean to get into that whole thing, but like this group, since they're all New York and California people, mm. uh, we all like when they're walking in the hotels and stuff, and this is North Dakota, clearly everyone's like looking at you like you're a crazy person if you wear a mask, because yeah. unless you're like decrepit and fair enough. So <laughs> we all were maskless at one of the hotels in like the meeting room having a meeting about something. And one of the people brings up, they're like, oh, so I'm like, for our contracts, you got to look out because like things are constantly changing. I'm the COVID compliance officer. Like, sure, you've heard of the Delta variant. And the whole room goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately I like, I'm just angry. <laughs> um, and then they're like, yeah, we're really concerned. Your health is the number one priority, which is such a bullshit thing. Like, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just got like jury duty summons and on the summons it says something like that where it's like we understand it's been hard and like we want you to know that your health is our number one priority well if you don't show up we'll throw you in jail (laughs) yeah and it was like so you have to come still just put some cloth over your face and stay sort of far away from people yeah you know you know do you know where the six feet came from no literally nowhere it's completely made up nice. like just looked out of thin air they said if you ha- like 30 feet would be how far you'd have to stay away but obviously that's unreasonable <laughs> but <laughs> someone said six feet and then everyone's like we're going with that <laughs> yeah um but okay so after this whole like oh your health is our number one concern everyone gets this panic look on the, their face and these are 40 like people in their 40s then they all put on masks. Mind you, we had gotten tested before we came. We got tested the day we got there. We got tested that morning. We're all negative. Oh and we're all the same people around each other. And then they all put on masks as if you're just going to get it from each other. We're going to generate a new thing called COVID from our bodies and <laughs> shove it into everybody else's eye holes spontaneously. Wow. Because the the name that shall not be spoken, Voldemort, has been said, oh, no, he's got Voldemort coming out of his eyes. <laughs> oh, man. There's some crazy power of suggestion stuff. Like, next time you're in a room and nobody's on their phone, and then one person checks their phone, Everybody within seconds, within seconds, everyone has their phone out. It's wild. Yeah. To, to quote, they're like, oh, if someone else is like, is it not rude to do that? Cool, because I don't want inter- to interact with you guys either. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great. But like, even when like friends are hanging out and like, you'll know if somebody pulls out their phone while they're hanging out with you, you'll get an like irresistible urge to do the same. Well, to quote dad, you're addicted. <laughs> you're addicted. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I mean, it, as, as someone who, uh, Smokes nicotine on occasion. Uh, yeah, that's a thing too. The, that's why, like, a lot of people who quit smoking like can't go to bars anymore. Is because yeah. the moment someone pulls out a cigarette at a bar, you're like, "Oh my god, I need one." <laughs> mm, yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> Jeez. Um, speaking of interesting political stuff and 
potentially ridiculous political stuff. Let's talk about Veep Day. Let's finally talk about rice pudding. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. No, we're done with rice pudding. There's not that much to it. It's good. Throw some berries in we, it. Throw some yeah, cinnamon we, we, on it. It's and good. not raisins. Uh, we, we, we didn't do any research on, like, the history of it. Nope. Yeah. Some Mexicans made it at some point. There you go. All right, moving it's, on it's to rice National pudding. Veep Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, National yeah. Veep Day. The stupidest way. Leche. National Veep Day is the stupidest way to say National Vice President's Day, because that's what it means. That's actually it's, what it is. Yeah, I looked into it more because so many people are confused about it that I found a lot of different information on it, but finally dug down far enough to see that it was just the way that people pronounce VP, Vice President, is Veep. Oh, um, you said a lot of people were confused about it. Like, that implies that a lot of people not only follow more proprietary calendar... What day is today at whatdayistoday.com. So did, we'll we, get, did we never get that domain name? Uh, we haven't got a website yet. I will be working on it shortly. Uh, what day is today.com. That's totally yep. going to be taken. Yeah, we'll end up doing whatdayistodaypodcast.com because all of our social media stuff is whatdayistodaypodcast. Speaking of which, follow it. Also, uh, it is owned by GoDaddy, which means someone bought it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk Veep, which is Vice President's Day. Uh, and the main thing that people talk about on Veep Day is the succession of the presidency, which I learned uh, as written is incredibly vague. What, what part's incredibly vague? Uh, the succession order. Oh, like, I thought it, it was clearly vice president and then, like, speaker of the house. It is. So that part is very set in stone. But then what happens after that? Uh, there's a whole huge list. That's all yeah. very set in stone. It's, yeah, okay. that's not the vague part. The vague part is it says, takes over the responsibilities of the president. Okay. So that it doesn't, doesn't mean that they're the president. It doesn't say that they are the president. They don't become the president. Okay. Right. But the very first uh, vice president to be in a situation where he had to succeed the previous yeah. president. It was after was, Kennedy, right? No, John Tyler in 1841. Oh. Of, of the Whig party. So, oh, William... The big Whigs. <laughs> the, uh, so, William... Henry Harrison, after 31 days of being president, died. And John Tyler decided, I am going to take the presidential oath. Even though there was a bunch of controversy around it, because... What happened? I'm I'm not understanding fully. So the guy died, the president died. Yep. And then there was... There was the moment of like, oh shoot, what do we do? This has never happened before. Like we have these rules, but they're kind of vague. It just says we take over, like as the president, I take over the responsibilities, responsibilities of the president. Uh, but also, I want to be president, so he just did it. He just took the oath and was sworn in. I mean, I would do that. Yeah, totally. Like I don't blame him at all. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of controversy, and people were calling him a usurper and all that stuff. 
Well, okay. Well, that also just seems like political rivals being salty. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but that also set precedent for the rest of the other eight times it's ever happened. Oh. Wow, it's happened eight times. It's happened eight times, yeah. Dude, okay, but, everyone acts like today's like the craziest, like when people are like, I've lived through the falling of the, the World Trade Center and a worldwide pandemic and a Nazi being in the White House, like all those yeah. being dramatic shit, right? Yeah. Um, There's literally something insane going on every day, forever. Yeah, yeah and also <laughs> like presidents and presidential candidates used to just get like murked in the streets on the regular, <laughs> which I was like, wait. How many Kennedys got straight murdered? And those are Kennedys. <laughs> yeah, people love them. Yeah, yeah. And they were getting murdered. Like, imagine someone killed Trump and then killed Trump's son and then killed Trump's other son. We'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a bunch of them that have happened. There's nine of these that have happened over the years. But the most interesting one by far is the most recent one that happened. And that is Gerald Ford taking over for Nixon. Oh, yeah, because Nixon resigned. Yeah, so what happened was Watergate happened. I still don't understand what's such a big deal about Watergate. Yeah, I mean, Clinton was going to be impeached for getting a blowjob like <laughs> and perjuring <laughs> himself yeah it's not a like low bar for people to try and get you impeached yeah and i love that everybody's like trump got impeached twice it's like you mean nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just so, get... yeah sorry so what happened is agnew resigns first wait the vp then... resigned first yeah because he was part of it <laughs> vp oh, resigned so... The only thing I knew about Agnew is... It was Futurama. The, it's Futurama and the great taste of Charleston Chew. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's a good impression. <laughs> so, Every time I see Charleston Chew, I always do the voice. Well, so Agnew resigns. The popular host. What, what was that? <laughs> This is why you're the popular host of this podcast. Because I dominate for the conversation. <laughs> uh, so Agnew resigns. And uh-huh. then Gerald Ford, who's the Speaker of the House at the time, is nominated by Nixon to take over as Vice President. And then Nixon is about to be impeached, so he resigns. Which means the person that he nominated to be Vice President becomes the President. So Gerald Ford is the he was, only he, president. He was already Speaker of the House, right? Yeah, yeah, he was Speaker of the House. So like, it's not like he was some random dude. Yeah, yeah, and then but, he was third in the line of succession anyway. It sounds like. Right. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would be the one. Uh, but the a couple of is he's the only U.S. president in history to not be elected at all. Oh. <laughs> I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. Like even as vice president. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty wild. I mean, to be fair, nobody elects vice presidents the way it works these days. Right, yeah, that's true. Which is weird that it works that way. Um, But the other interesting thing about 
Gerald Ford presidency is immediately after he gets to be president, he gives Nixon a presidential pardon for all the Watergate <laughs> scandals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that reeks of like, I did you a solid. I know what you did. <laughs> and I can go quietly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that uh, today we would have such a prestigious guest on the podcast. Thank you for coming, Mr. Nixon. <laughs> you should hear me after four more beers. Oh, low-hanging fruit choke. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I've got, I've got, you know, I've got, I've got, I've got that one, which I didn't realize I had in my back pocket. Now it's getting old, so I'm retiring it. <laughs> And also, I feel like it's it's got that quality of um, of like the the Trump impressions, where nobody does an impression of Donald Trump. Everyone does an impression of late night hosts doing an impression of Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, they totally do. <laughs> and so I'm doing an impression of Futurama, doing an impression of Nixon. And, and hey, Simpsons, we're we're, we're going in again. Uh, I would also like to send my fondness for that particular beer <laughs> Ex- by the way to correct myself express my fondness for that particular beer that's right yeah. i know my simpsons simpsons trivia is important on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh man but I, I i i did do a i did a decent uh australian accent the other day uh and i can only do it when i'm talking about drop beers oh drop beers you gotta look out for them like, that's the only time I can kind of do an Australian accent, but I have to be talking about drop beers. Yeah, that's, that's the trick to accents, is you need to come up with one phrase that you can, like, get yourself into it with, and then you can go from there. Yeah, I, I have to, like, have the, like, one where I'm like, oh, now I'm talking in it, like, this is the thing, and then I can go from then on. Otherwise, I just do a Spanish accent anytime I try to speak a different language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, when I do an Irish accent. Uh, obviously, we have Ian, our uncle, to thank for a lot of the it's phrases Scottish, that we bro. can use. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, the phrase, anytime I'm like, all right, I need to do this Irish accent, is, oh, looks like you could use some help with your barley. And I don't know why it's that. Why would someone need help with their barley? <laughs> I don't know, but apparently Irish me knows. I... I, I Irish me knows wherever we go. <laughs> oh, you're a bunny lass. <laughs> Fuck, that was terrible. <laughs> See, you just need to find your phrase. I found mine. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, uh, what's, what's his name? Um, uh, Peter Pan, like, think of a happy thought. <laughs> yeah. Think of a stereotype. Any stereotype phrase will do. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to think of what the like fairy dust would be, and it's either like ground up potato or like oh, Catholic oh, holy for, water. Oh, for Irish specifically. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might. You, hey, you got to look out for the prots if uh, if if you're a Kathy. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, you know who else is a Catholic? Joe Biden, who's probably nice. not going to make it through through this presidential term, which means the Veep. Getting back on topic. Nice. Uh, there's, there's a chance we'll see her succeed. Succeed him. I, I'm curious about how it works with like 
mental decline. And, 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 like, don't get me wrong, I'm not going, like, hardcore conservative here being like, oh, my God, he can't even speak. But, like, he is the oldest president we have ever had. And to act like he's completely coherent is, like, it's old news to say it's absurd. Like, we can all, like, I don't have to say that the guy's doing a terrible job. I'm just saying that, like, he's really old and he's losing his mind. So what happens when he gets Alzheimer's and completely loses his mind? Yeah, I mean, there was a president, I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but wasn't there a president that, like, basically went into a coma? Yeah, there was, like, a president that was unfit for office. Uh, deemed unfit for office. I, I don't want to... Um, yeah, it was the 25th Amendment. When was the 25th Amendment passed? Uh, the Bear Seller Proposals. Yeah, unfortunately, this is going to be a lot more of a deep dive than I was hoping for. It's also interesting that Biden was a veep, and he's got a veep. So we got two veeps right now. Yeah, man, we're just celebrating the, the veeps, bro. Celebrating our presidents. <laughs> Have you seen the, the show Veep? I haven't, but it was annoying to try and research Veep Day and only and get Google results about that show. Yeah, I watched one season of it on an airplane. It's that kind of show, and it's, like, I would say it's better than the average TV show. But the average TV show is a very, very low bar. (laughs) Yeah. Which means it's not worth watching. Like, it's not good. And I love Elaine from Seinfeld. And unfortunately, they have the worst character off Arrest Development, which is Buster, and he acts fairly similar to Buster. Um, Yeah. And it's just not very good. Like, there's this thing called the Seinfeld curse, where everyone that was on Seinfeld, like, can't do anything else, and, like, they're just cursed to being George, Jerry, Elaine, and and, uh, and Kramer. They've all been, quote, failures after that. Failures with a lot of money. I was going to say, failures with a lot of money, but also, like, hey, man, most people are just failures, end of story. Not many people can create one of the greatest things of all time and then be a failure. <laughs> yeah. At that point, are you a failure? I would argue no. no. I do want to touch on the fact that if um, Kamala Harris does become president through whatever means, if Joe Biden goes away... Which will um, be the first female president? Yeah, that... I'm all for, like, I don't care if it's a dude or a lady that's the president. I don't have an opinion on that. I don't care at all. Yeah, I'm preface it with that before we get canceled. Uh, but that is kind of hilarious. Hey, that the, the first... I have an opinion. I don't like women. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I don't give a shit. Uh, but I do think it's kind of funny that the first female president will potentially not have been elected to the presidency. I, I so badly don't want that to happen because then we're going to have to hear that being a talking point for years. Yes, like, that is the main reason why I hope Biden stays sane. <laughs> yes, same. Like, I don't particularly want her to be president, and also neither do most people. Her approval ratings are something like 39%. No, uh, her approval ratings are 29%. Her disapproval ratings are at like 56%, and then the rest of them's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, there's also... With the pronunciation of her name, there's so many people that Kamala, get so Kamala. 
so butthurt about people calling her Kamala. Or Kamala. Yeah. yeah. People get butthurt about calling her Kamala, which to me is just like, okay, the only other name that I have a frame of reference for that's similar is the name Jamal. It's spelled almost exactly the same. Kamala. And you pronounce yeah. it Jamal, so why wouldn't it be Kamala? Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. But the thing is, it depends on the timing. When she was just a can- an unpopular candidate that nobody liked, and I say nobody because she was polling at 1% in the Democratic uh, primaries. Wow. We all know the reason she got chosen, and that's because George Floyd happened, and then everybody lost their minds. And, like, whether that's the right thing or not, like, it happened, and so the Democratic Party was like, we need a, a brown person, and they're like, a Brown POC, well, a, a brown female POC. And they're like, fuck, which one do we have? And Kamala's like there in the background like, yes, my time has arrived. I'm the right color and I have the right thing between my legs. And everyone's like, fuck. All right, let her in. <laughs> like nobody was happy about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really, I, I really don't look forward to if that happens. I don't want to hear people being like, well, it's not really fair, like, America's still sexist because they didn't even vote her in. It's like, oh, my God, shut up. Like, you're not even saying it yet. I want you to shut the hell up. It's just like, people vote for a woman. It's fine. Like, I, I honestly feel like we're past that at this point. But then the other annoying thing is that we'll have to hear about people celebrating the first female president twice. Yes. That you, you put it exactly how I meant to put it, which is once, like, the same thing with when Obama won, like, black president, holy shit! And it's like, <laughs> oh, that is kind of cool. And then you had to, like, hear the first black president, like, every time you're like, we get it. <laughs> oh, but there's also, we're going to have to hear it again, because, oh, he's only half black. <laughs> I hate how much you're right. <laughs> <laughs> which, like, again, I don't care at all about the like identity of the president they're doing fine <laughs> i don't care what they look like I, I really enjoy how specific you can get to it's like oh my god i'm the first congressman that's a quarter latino gay transgender uh amputee veteran that's ever been elected in Wyoming. It's like, (laughs) yeah, man, if you get that specific, holy shit. Oh, man. Yeah, like, (laughs) what's his name that's, um, uh, oh, who's the, who's the, uh, I think he's a congressman, yeah. The congressman, who's the congressman from, Dan Crenshaw from Texas. That's the first Bond villain to ever be elected to Congress. <laughs> what an identity! <laughs> have, have you seen? You've seen him, right? I haven't. Oh, look, dude, you have. Okay, look him up right now. He's he's um Dan Cre- Dan Crenshaw. Uh, he is uh, the eye patch guy. Oh my god, I love that. I'm sure that it's been searched more than his name. The very first suggestion was Dan Crenshaw eye. Yeah, well, I think he, he lost it in, um, he's a veteran, I think he lost it due to some sort of, you know, like, 
more related hero or something. Whoa, he's got a weird glass eye situation. It's Captain America. That's creepy looking. That's kind of cool, though. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, look look at the second photo of the hundreds of veterans rebuke Republican Dan Crenshaw over claims he's smeared sex assault victim, and he's all, like, angry, and he's got three fingers up. Can you see it? Oh, yep. Tell me that doesn't look like Russell Crowe playing a Bond villain. Oh, it looks exactly like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You've got three options. (laughs) All of the nukes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um... What were we talking about, of, Dan Crenshaw? Speaking of public office and things that make you angry, talking oh, about dude. National Book Lovers Day. Dude, I, I can't, I can't get into it today. I don't know, man. I hate, I hate libraries, and I think they're bullshit, and they're a waste of money. And I will get into it when I get back into town. But oh, we're, we're, I know this, this is like the Christmas of this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm just as disappointed as you are. I'm as disappointed as when I found out that they were refunding the public libraries in New Orleans. <laughs> Which, oh mind God. you, you guys don't understand yet, but is very disappointing. <laughs> God, I hate we, gotta, we, we gotta give them at least a little bit of background on why you hate the library. <laughs> oh, we're keeping it a mystery. We need to retain our audience for once. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Check in, check in this time next week for... <laughs> Christian what, versus the library. <laughs> Next in increments of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> library! <laughs> There's not even anything to do with books next week. Yeah, well, we're putting them on a roller coaster ride right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, well, National I think Public libraries are... Libraries. <laughs> I think libraries are fine. Well, you're wrong. Uh, not National Rum Day. Uh, National Rummage Through the Garbage. You'll find the funding for. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't tie in National Rum Day. I can't figure it out. Um, uh, you know what rum. You know what rum rhymes with library. <laughs> What, a very enjoyable experience? No. Uh, rum rhymes with library. Because it's yeah. dumb. <laughs> oh. oh. I was thinking of something very different. <laughs> oh, what did you think of? Oh. Rum? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> yeah, real gross. <laughs> um, yeah, what, dumb definitely came to mind first. I guess bum would have been there, too. And the letter that comes after that. <laughs> um... Uh. I guess dumb would be the fourth in line. <laughs> huh. Is there right. anything uh, generally about books to say <laughs> for National Book Lovers Day? Uh, I think books are great, although we do fetishize the idea of reading off of a page, and it really annoys the shit out of me. We read more than any group of people have read in history. And yet... We have people like Dad lecturing us about, like, kids these days, they never, never, ever, ever read books. They're so dumb because they don't read books. They never read. I'm like, dude, I, 
I'm on my phone all day, and most of the time, I'm reading. And when I'm not reading, I'm usually listening to YouTube and maybe a podcast about just, like, random factoids about stuff where I'm learning about stuff. And oral tradition is more ingrained in humanity than reading is. Reading is less than 100 years old for 99% of the population. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, read a book. (laughs) Which is my favorite dumb guy trying to act like he's smarter than everybody in the room thing. <laughs> oh, another t-shirt idea. <laughs> what, you think you're better than me? And read a book. Read a book. <laughs> Visit your local <laughs> library with a brick. <laughs> read a book. Read a book. <laughs> oh, it'll just be like our podcast logo on the front and on the back. It'll be read a book. Hate libraries. Holy shit, I hate libraries. Okay, I think I think we need to merchant. I just got hit in the balls. <laughs> I said I hate libraries. This is why libraries. we need cameras. I hate libraries. I slam my fists on the table and then like the little thing that flips out that normally will have your keyboard in it just like flip down and hit me right in the balls. <laughs> libraries desk desk supplies are fighting back. Um oh. You know, we really missed an incredible opportunity. Next year, even if it doesn't fall on, like, the day that we do our podcast, we have to come back to National Book Lovers Day. When we're we have, when we have cameras set up. We're making it a yearly tradition. We're making it a yearly tradition. I'll talk shit about libraries and books the week after National Book Day every time. Because they don't <laughs> even deserve the real day. There, I said oh it. God. <laughs> no, but what we, what we need to do is to celebrate. We have to record from a public library computer with cameras rolling and everything and really actually do the rant justice. Oh, and just really shit on libraries in public. While utilizing their services. See, you're going to get me killed by a bunch of bums that are, that are jerking off in public. Because we all know that's what the library computers are actually for, is bums. Like, people don't even check out books at the goddamn library. They go there, and they use the computer to download a bunch of porn and jerk off to because they're a bunch of hobos. Those are who are in the library, if anybody. And then, like, a mom and her kid being like, is the library amazing? And the kid's like, Mom, I've got Pokemon. (laughs) Mom, I've got a cell phone. I don't... Why am I at the library? And she's like, books, read a book! (laughs) You're dumb, kid. Read a book. Oh, my God. Okay, for merchandise, I do want uh, visit. <laughs> Christian says visit your local library, and I want a, I want a library and a bunch of people around it with torches. <laughs> <laughs> visit your local library. That's actually incredible. I love that. <laughs> that would, if we were a big podcast, that would actually be an awesome merch opportunity, and I would I would just love to have that drawing. I really want that drawing, and it'd only be funny to us. Yeah. Oh, we're we're definitely going to do it eventually, so be on the lookout for that, everybody who listens. Yeah, my actual, like, non Yeah, okay. Okay, here, here, here's a parallel. The real book would have been the actual rant. I gave you the Sparks Note rant, which is all that anybody actually read in anyway. Because <laughs> nobody uses the fucking library. <laughs> it is funny, the amount of people that are so, like, they romanticize books so much, but it's, they haven't read them. 
yeah it's like very very vast majority of everybody in high school like they're told to read these truly incredible books like to kill a mockingbird mice and men and like Fahrenheit oh, dude both, both and, those books made me cry and like um animal farm like all these books that are just beautiful like masterpieces animal um, farm is unbelievable it's so good like it, it, those things ever. feel like they like came out of the mouth of god you know what i mean yeah they're yeah, perfect they truly do um which even books that are described by people who are not a fan of how books are romanticized like we are saying that about those books and still you couldn't get like 95 percent of any high schooler to read those books oh yeah well i i, I didn't even read them in high school i read them uh, i was too busy trying to chase girls that really didn't work out for me <laughs> <laughs> maybe i should have read the book <laughs> i was really boo radleying it up man oh yeah <laughs> Um, but busting up a shit robe. <laughs> I, I, Oz was there, and they said to uh, Ellie Mae said to come on in and bust up a shit robe. Wanted her to him to bust up her shit robe, if you know oh, what I mean. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh. Did, did I did I tell you about that? Uh, Chad was telling me about about the joke, um, <laughs> the the they them pronouns thing. I don't think so. Okay, so there's a joke about they, them pronouns. Oh my god, one of my customers in her email has they has she, hers under it, and it's like duh, Clara. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, like, it, it's, it, it's absolutely virtue signaling. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Um, it's like, oh, hey, I just see how much I care. It's like, we all know you're a lady, Clara. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, so um, uh, yeah, the joke was uh, I, I don't. It was it was a black lady being like, "See, I don't like I don't like this whole woke thing." It, it, I feel like I'm back in slavery times, and like everyone gets uncomfortable because it's white people in Brooklyn. And she's like, "Yeah, it feels like I'm back in slavery times." Like, they's gonna be mad. <laughs> oh man! Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Such a good joke. Oh, and it's a joke I can't make. I'm quoting somebody. <laughs> We're safe. We're safe from the canceling. <laughs> oh, oh, my man. favorite of the pronoun jokes is my pronouns aren't. Just, just don't refer to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm trying to remember. Er, John, John Mulaney had some joke that I was just thinking about the other day. I'm trying to remember if it was about Books. I think it was about books. Yeah, John Mulaney has a joke about books. There you go. Great story, Christian. You're really doing a bang-up job tonight. High <laughs> quality. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I Like, this job is driving me crazy, and I should just really be playing the game and getting another one, I suppose. But, like, I, hate, I, I understand Dad now, man. I don't want to be away from home for, like, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so thankful that I very, very rarely go out into the field for anything. Like, sure, I don't see the sun for most of the day in my oh. cubicle, in my labyrinth that I work at. Wait, why wouldn't you want to go out in the field, though, if you're staying in the same city? No, no, no. Like, we do work all over the U.S. Oh. Yeah, like, I'm, even though I don't see the sun for most of the day sitting in my cubicle, 
at least I'm in Sacramento, like around my wife, at my home. I love that. <laughs> I, I also I can't be the only one that every time someone says my wife. Every time. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> or take my wife, please. Please. Dude, do you get that every single time that someone says the phrase my wife? Because oh. it's it, blaring like a loudspeaker in my head. You might notice that every time I say my wife, there's a slight hesitation and pause. <laughs> my wife. And it's, and it's because of that. <laughs> it's, it's a good way to put that in everyone's head. And then they're like, God, that... It's so not funny to say that, and then you're just laughing at the fact that it's had such staying power. Yeah. So there's Hobie Benjamin, who is the best like comedic musician of all time because his music is actually good and funny. It's not it's like... Fly the Concords, bro. Yeah, Fly the Concords are great, but also like they their songs sound like comedy sound songs. Goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Hobie Benjamin has a song about how his girlfriend is the literal devil uh, because of things like she won't let her she won't let him borrow her car so he can go buy jewel pods and how she's so selfish um but one of the best parts is uh all, like, I can, all I can I, relate to that all i want you to do is laugh at my borat impressions my wife <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's something that's been driving me nuts about this thing is like you don't realize how not funny everybody is. And how much people <laughs> self-censor censor themselves as well. Yeah, I'm sure you're thinking a lot about that right now with somebody breathing down your neck saying you can't say that. Uh, yeah, it's been tough. But have, did you have that experience at, like, at your cubicle job where you noticed that like most people have like no no sense of humor receiving or when like they're like oh people are making jokes i'll try to make one uh uh my wife <laughs> and, like, <laughs> even that's better than the stuff that's like coming out sometimes of like some of these people i'm just like oh my god that was a joke holy shit a three-year-old literally has done better than that <laughs> hey hey i have a joke that dog is brown like that's the type of thing we're talking about yeah that dog is brown that <laughs> <laughs> I managed to make that joke and have it be funny. <laughs> right? It's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, um, no, so my I'm thankful for like the team that I'm on within yeah. the engineering department because the supervisor is the most like I've been an engineer for my whole life and all these millennials and they're being special snowflakes and all that so I can make as many jokes as I want and it's wonderful. Awesome. And, like, when people make a joke, they're normally at least, like, decent, and, like, you don't have to feel like every joke you have to fake laugh at, because everything's not funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's still plenty of that, but there's there's some good ones in there, too. <laughs> so, I, okay, you'll, you'll appreciate this. So, I'm finding I'm more and more like Dad every single day. I, I was talking to him about this, and how I was kind of struggling, and that I'm doing all this fake laughing, and then, like, we wake up at, like, you know, six o'clock in the morning and then we're together all day working and then like at around like five or seven usually we'll like get off for the day and it's like all right your time's your own and then people say like okay i'm like i'm gonna go to dinner at 
at like burger place. And then someone will be like, oh, well, I'm vegan. So, okay, well, we'll go to, you know, place with vegan option. All right, team, like, I'll uh, be down in about 30 minutes after I change. And I'm like, wait, what? I thought we were off. Yeah, we are off. Well, I'm not hanging out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, oh, man. Yeah. Off. <laughs> my time is my own, I thought. Yeah, that I've gone on a trip uh, when I was working at the elevator company. Yep. Went out to Texas, and I remember the exact same thing. We're working all day, sort of uh, doing like training stuff, yep. and we get off, and I'm like, "Okay, cool." There's like a bunch of things in Dallas. Like, I'm in Dallas. This place is incredible. I'm gonna go like see some cool stuff. Go to some yeah, cool go bars and restaurants, shit. and yeah, Dallas is amazing. Yeah, and you, you don't do a lot of like solo exploring in like new cities, so that's exciting. Yeah, um, but then of course. It was like, uh, all right, I'm the boss man, and I'm taking you guys all out at this restaurant. A buffalo is, Wild Wings. Yeah, this very unexciting restaurant. Like, ah, uh, uh, fine, fine. Yeah, so, Dad, I was talking to him about this, and, like, <laughs> I, I, like, I was like, yeah, man, they were like, all right, well, we're, I'm like, all right, we'll break, like, we'll see you guys in 30 minutes. And I was like, well, I'm gonna like I, I come back down. I look at the gym. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna hit the gym later, and uh, I think I'm gonna go get Indian food. Um, and like, I hadn't realized that everyone was like definitely going out to eat together. Together, I was just like, okay, a couple of us will split off, a couple of us will hang out, someone will be get this, someone will get that, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> what do you guys think about Indian food? And they were like, Indian food in North Dakota. I'm like, yeah, probably fair enough. That is gonna destroy my butthole. Spoiler, it did. <laughs> um. <laughs> I had a whole situation the next day. I had to run across the parking lot holding my butt <laughs> in the middle of a meal because the restaurant <laughs> we were at was uh, the bathroom had a guy watching a movie in it. Are, are you sure you running across the street holding your butt isn't why that guy flicked his wrist at you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm so loose butthole. <laughs> so, uh... Um... Uh, yeah, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna go get Indian food, and then every like everyone looked at me confused and like some kind of angry, like, who do you think you are? The boss wasn't taking us out; we were paying for our own meal, and I wasn't about to hang out with like seven people and order like twenty appetizers, and I'm not drinking right now, so like, I don't want to have to pay for their drinks, and I don't want to eat bar food. Like, I want to try the Indian food and just like kind of hang out by myself because I don't really like these people like my boss does a good job and everybody else is just like finally i don't need to be friends with most people like i used to have to i, I wanted it like you saw that in me i'm sure yeah oh totally and that's a good thing to feel is like you know what these aren't my people and that's fine <laughs> yeah totally like i i don't dislike well like i do dislike them but i'm not like putting a value judgment on them i'm just like i don't like you because i don't have to like that's fine you're fine you don't like me, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, you'd rather me go get Indian food away from you. <laughs> yeah, so I was talking to Dad about it, and he was like, well, I'm going to give you some advice. I did this like sales thing for 35 years. We'd go to the trade show, we'd do it all day, we'd come back to the hotel, all right, gang, I'll see you in an hour. Like, no, I'm going uh, to go hit the gym, and then I'm going to maybe eat dinner by myself, and then go to bed. What? 
you can't do that. Yeah, and I, I might chat with my wife. No, but we're going to the titty bar later. Like, have fun without me. What do you think? You're better than us? Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> read a book. <laughs> yeah, re- read a book. So, yeah, re- read a Playboy. <laughs> so, uh, they would, Dad said that they used to, like, talk shit about him and would be like, oh, he's not really a team player. You know, he's not going to uninteresting restaurant wasting money an outsider like partially due to his own own being and also because if he would have hung out he would that he didn't like those people which right been worse yeah but his advice outsider, but at least he was yeah sort of put himself out himself. yeah yeah well, the uh, the thing i had been telling him was that like people wanted to go gift shopping after we'd worked for like 12 hours they wanted to go gift shopping in this teeny tiny town that's like a fake old sack, you know? Yeah. And guess what they had there? Taffy store. <laughs> nice. Also, for those of you that aren't familiar with Sacramento, <laughs> sack is the name that we call our city, and old sack is old town Sacramento, and old sack is a hilarious name for it. <laughs> uh, uh... Yeah, Old Sack, the center of it, the address is uh, 420 69th Street. Hey, <laughs> nice. Old Sack. Bah. Um, but yeah, they have a taffy shop. So I was telling Dad, I was like, I want to waste my money on fucking taffy. I don't give a shit about taffy. I've had to hang out and like go to the store and buy postcards the last three days and like watch people be like, ooh, look. This stone is has such a great crystalline structure. It's good for centering you and your hair growth and all that bullshit. Like rub a crystal on your face and it fixes your face. I don't know. It's stupid. Rub um, a crystal on your old sack and turn it into a new sack. <laughs> there it is. That's why we need you. <laughs> you make me funny. <laughs> but yeah, like I was just like, Dad, I don't want to buy the taffy. And he told me he's like, sometimes, dude, you should make your life easy and just buy the buy the goddamn taffy. And I looked out at myself, and I was wearing workout gear while my coworkers were on their way to dinner. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm my father. I'm exactly my father. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like that's such a good phrase. Sometimes you just got to buy the taffy. (laughs) I feel like that's the end of a very good storytelling stand-up joke. Like, the, the way that... Mike Birbiglia made yeah. the end of his My Girlfriend's Boyfriend sound, where it's like, I've given up on the idea of being right, which really didn't tie in to the old special, I don't think. But it sounded good. But yeah, so. the way he said it, sometimes you just gotta buy the taffy. Mic drop. <laughs> so this has been... Monday, August 9th, National Rice Pudding Day, National Veep Day, National Book Lovers Day. Next week is going to be National Rum Day, National Tell-A-Joke Day, National Roller Coaster Day, National Airborne Day. And as we say at the end of every podcast, if you're in the Dakota that's crappy, just buy the taffy. Have a good August 9th. <laughs>